1: Yes, welcome back to Mobile Rolling. It's uh, the South Australian edition, and uh, weather is overcast. Uh, we got a big eight race card at Glow Derby today, and we're going to be concentrating this week, I guess, on the SA Pacing Cup heats on Friday night. But before we talk to Paul Cavallaro, I thought it's probably a good idea we talk to Suzanne Grace uh, because both Sue and Stephen, her husband, have um, well, they've been training in uh, harness racing for a long time. They've only ever had a couple of horses in work at each time, but. I've got a couple of ones at the moment here in South Australia, one in particular, Winsome Ruby, who's really progressing well at, uh, at the age of eight years old. But uh, we're going to chat to Sue now on the program. Uh, good morning to you, Sue. Good
2: morning, Tim. Thank you for having me.
1: Not a problem. Uh, so much to talk to you about. First of all, congratulations. Your team's going well, yourself and Stephen. You've got Winsome Ruby and Mariah Shadow. They're doing some good things at the moment, aren't they?
2: They certainly are. They've certainly surprised me the last uh, few weeks.
1: Yeah, well, I look back through September and October. It's been a really good month for you because I think uh, from memory, Mariah's Shadows won one, and I think uh, I think Winsome Ruby might have won five off the top of my head. But so that's a good couple of months for you so far, as we're halfway through October.
2: Yeah, it is. Uh, Mariah's won a couple races before she won on Monday, uh, and that in uh, Ruby, or she's she's won uh, oh, I think about twelve. I think before she started this run of five.
1: Yeah, exactly. I was going to mention that. So she's won five mm-hmm. in the last two months. But um, if you look yeah. at Winsome Ruby, we'll talk about her in a moment. But before we talk about the two horses, um, Sue, tell us a little bit about yourself. I know um, you, you grew up in the Riverland in, in Renmark. Um, obviously, you're involved in, in horse racing and harness racing. But um, I believe you had some greyhounds as well that you raced earlier in your career. Do, can you tell us about those couple of greyhounds you started racing at Barmara?
2: Yeah, well, that's when Barmer were only racing for bottles of wine then. Wow. But, uh, <laughs> so I won a few bottles of wine with a, horse, <laughs> uh, with a dog called Growl Jacado, which my uncle gave me, mm-hmm.
0: uh, and
2: that managed to get me out walking and that, you know. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I had a bit of fun uh, with that, but then we moved out onto a sheep station uh, 90 miles due west of Port Augusta, and we weren't allowed to take the dogs with us. Mm-hmm. So uh, we ended up giving the dogs away
1: okay so when you gave the dogs away um obviously when did you get your first uh horse um to race when, when was that what year do you reckon that might have been
2: that would have been about 91 1991 i got a horse called casino boy
0: mm-hmm.
2: and that i won a few races with him uh one horse of the year with him yeah. at Ogan, mm-hmm. uh, and that that was a big buzz uh and that but uh yeah, we sort of got into that. Uh, Stephen had thoroughbreds going then. We had a few mm-hmm. uh, few thoroughbreds and I wanted to get the trotter. He said, if you want the trotter, you get the licence. So that's how come I end up getting my licence.
1: Did Stephen have any success with uh, the Gallopers?
2: Yes, yeah, no, no, we did quite well. well I mean, nothing outstanding, of course, but um, yeah, we sort of... Uh, one, one horse I got really excited about, I actually bought from Jepps Cross Sales. Wow. He, ca- he came into the sale ring and he was a bag of bones and I, I took him home and Stephen was not very impressed. And <laughs> then, <laughs> I ended up running third with him at Gawler and the two horses that beat us were Colin Hayes's horses. Ah. And he paid uh, 80 to 1 for, for a placing.
1: Did you back him each way?
2: Oh, of course.
1: <laughs> <laughs> of course, at 80 to 1, you'd you'd be silly not to, wouldn't you?
2: Oh, that was it, yeah, you know. Uh, it's actually, the jockey, that, when the jockey got off and that, she had ridden the horse before and she said, I don't know what you've done, but different horse to last time. But, yeah, yeah no, it was, uh, that that was really exciting. That was at Gawler, so that that was really good.
1: Tell us about Casino Boy, because you mentioned he won horse of the year at Oyun. How many races did he win? And I reckon from memory he, he actually raced in some handy races in Victoria, didn't he?
2: No, 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 no. He, uh, well, uh, hang on. Yeah, he did. Sorry. Um, he went to, he qualified for the final at uh, uh, the showgrounds. Yeah. And we went down there. He won, he won his heat by 12 metres at Mildura. Then we went down there. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're on the last lap. The, one of Ben Knight's horses uh, pulled out. And Brian McGinty used to drive my horses then. Mm. And he pulled out to follow it through. And just as they started into the bend the last time, the Ben's horse uh, cross-fired, caught his shoe and went Mm. down. And my horse uh, just barely missed him. But they were all sprinting and my horse was heading out to the outside bend. Mm. But he uh, turned him around, got him balanced, got him going again and he ended up finishing sixth. And So that that was really good. Then I ended up leaving him down there with Jim O'Sullivan Hmm. And that, and he won his next start down there, and uh, ran a second as well. Uh, and that, but then he—I uh, don't think he liked their way of training down there. So he, then he mm. ended up coming home, and we sort of got him going again. And then he went and missed for for a bit, and then the lease ran out, and the uh, owner took him back.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. And so he was. He, won- uh,
2: then he went on to win a, a few more races after that.
1: So he was one of your best. You had another horse called Leanne. She won multiple races for you, didn't she?
2: Yes, she did, yes. She was a lovely mare. Uh, mm. uh, we were very good friends with the guy uh, that owned the horse, and mm. he, uh, I said, you know, about getting her and that, but she had only one good foot.
0: Mm. And okay. that
2: uh, she'd actually kicked out at a, a cultivator, which has got the big blades on them, mm. and she cut, her, cut the hoof right up into the coronet. And so we used to always have to be very careful with shoeing her and, uh, and that. But, yeah, no, I won some nice races with her. But she used to tie up in the float with travelling. Mm. And then I run won some races with her, and then we end up leaving her with Greg Rogers for a, for a while. And then he won some races with her as well
1: because mm. he
2: was able to take her to the track right at the last minute. yeah. And so she didn't have to stand around very long.
1: Okay. Well, she was a good good horse for you as well. Now, how does Winsome Ruby compare to Casino Boy and Leanne? Of course, Winsome Ruby, as you said, she's had 17 wins now in her career, and she's mm-hmm. had oh, about 33 placings. So, she's obviously, you know, right up there as some of your best you've had.
2: She would have to be. Uh, I think she'd have to be my best, I think. And uh, uh, that she's the first trotter I've ever had. And right. the, uh, the owner, um, Vale, he used to help us in the stables, and He came one day and said, I bought a trotter. He said, can you train it for me? I said, yeah, right. I know nothing about trotters. So I did ask around and uh, those that had trotters and everybody had a different answer for feeding, for working. So uh, it was by the seat of my pants and we sort of kept trying and she ended up having her first start at the 14th of October, uh, 2019.
0: Mm. She ran
2: fourth and that and I thought, oh, maybe we might have something here. But she... uh, had a lot of tricks up her sleeve as well too when we first started her. She used to gallop all the time, rear mm. up in the air and, and that. And then one day she decided that she was going to do it right and then on she was really good.
1: Yeah, she's won over $60,000 for you. Now, um, prior to Corey Johnson getting into the sulky, of course, Stephen, your, your husband was driving her. Is, has Stephen been uh, tipped out of the cart now for good? Is Corey going to take over from here on in or is Stephen want to push his way back in?
2: Like, I used to tell my nominator, say, do you want to drive? He's, no, 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 leave Corey on. So uh, Corey seems to have uh, struck a nice chord with, with her. Mm. Uh, and that, that uh, no, Stephen will drive, you know, if if I want him to. And, mm. and that, but at the moment, we're quite happy with what Corey's doing. He's, uh, he's doing a brilliant job.
1: Yeah, she was a bit unlucky Saturday night. She got buried back on the pegs. But when she got oh. out, she really flashed home. And look, she was taking ground off the winner, no doubt about it.
2: Yeah, I think if she could have got out sooner, uh, I think it would have been a different story because uh, when we when Stephen took her home, because we only live across the road from the track, where yeah. the horses are, and mm. uh, she gave him a hard time all the way home. So uh, yeah. she, she was full of beans and wanted to get going, and, and that. but unfortunately she was boxed in and just couldn't get out.
1: What, what do you think's been the change with her um, since she started winning all these races? What, what have you done differently with her uh, at, at home?
2: I've, I've changed a, a couple of the feeds, mm. uh, and that they're they're a little bit different. But I listen to what a lot of people say because uh, you you never stop learning. No. Uh, and that, and uh, I've listened to what a lot of people say, and I thought, well, perhaps maybe if I change a couple of things, which I did,
1: mm.
2: and I think between the feed and and a little bit of difference in training has uh, made a lot of difference with both of them.
1: All right. So that's Winsome Ruby. Um, now it sounds like you like a bet, Sue. Um, did you back Mariah's Shadow at twenty six dollars a couple of starts ago? I
2: got I got four dollars from my bet. Right. I'm not I'm not a not a punter. I'm I only ever have uh, ten dollars each way on yeah. on, a, on my horses, and that's. Uh, but uh, yeah, I only got four dollars forty. Uh, if I had a tab account or something like that, I might might have been different. But uh, I mm. don't have because I don't punt anything. So uh, ah. yeah, I never back my own horses, and just for a couple of bets. And then many years ago, an old chap said to me, "At the end of the day, your horses can't eat the betting tickets, So if you haven't got the money <laughs> to pay your feed bill, you're in trouble." So <laughs> that's, that's I, a good I way I of looking at it. I the feed bill, so mm. I need the money.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now she won a race at Kapunda in two thousand um, and two, yep. and then. And then, of course, that was in February, and then it's been eighteen months later since she's actually got another win. So you must have been glad to get that win back a couple of weeks ago.
2: Yeah, it was really good, but she's a very difficult horse to train. She she pulls like crazy when you work her every day, uh, and that and I've I've got to dust at work. Sometimes she gets ten minutes, sometimes mm. she gets twenty minutes. You know, so. I'm happy with the way she runs. She gets a few placings, and, and I own her, so I'm not fussed whether she wins every day or, or, or not. But, but being able to get that win was really, really fantastic. Not yeah. what I expected.
1: Yeah, certainly was. Um, any more horses on the horizon for you, Sue, or is this it, just sticking with the two?
2: No, no, I've got uh, Ruby's half-sister. Okay. Uh, and that she's by uh, Sky Valley. And right. that, but she's had a few problems along the way, but she's ran third in the last two Sundays in the trials, and mm. uh, and that, and she's uh, she's a horse that just when she hits the track, she just wants to go. Mm. And,
1: and what's with, her
2: name too? Uh, uh, Tams and Rose.
1: Tams and Rose. All right. Yeah. Tams and so Rose. I'm
2: trying her again next week, and if she does everything right again next week, or well, then I'll, I'll start looking for races for her.
1: All right. Well, going by your form lately, we need to back her when she races.
2: <laughs> it would be nice. It would be
1: yeah. nice. Uh, look, yeah. Sue, we could Sue, we could talk all day. Congratulations to you and Stephen uh, for what you're doing so far with your small team that you've got. It's, it's been great talking with you and, and hopefully uh, many more winners to come as we uh, approach towards the carnival time here in Adelaide. Congratulations.
2: Yeah, thank you very much. And, uh, and thank you for taking the interest in my little team.
1: No, for sure. Thanks, Sue.
2: OK, thank you. Bye.
1: S- Susan Grace there, of course, teaming up with uh, husband Stephen and they're having a great run. They're getting winners with Winsome Ruby and Mariah Shadow of late. So, um, yeah, sounds like a lovely lady, uh, Sue Grace. So Now, our next gentleman to join us on mobile rolling is going to be a man that's got a, a big chance leading towards the SA Pacing Cup from what we saw on the weekend, and that's Paul Cavallaro. And Paul's been kind enough to give us some of his time this morning on mobile rolling. Good morning to you, Paul. Uh, hi, Tim. How are you? Very good, mate. Yeah, you now you've had a big couple of weeks. Now, let's before we touch on artillery on the weekend, let's touch on your one of your famous and fa- favourite horses. I guess is Culture King. He um he finally got that win after three years last Monday.
3: Yeah, certainly. Um, yeah, it was a thrill for us. Um, he's he's been a bit of a a project with us for probably with, well since he got sick. So, um, he uh, yeah, it was a, it was a great day for us. <laughs> um, mm. it's, and it's been a long time coming.
1: Yeah, you say he got sick. He he was close to not ever racing again, wasn't he?
3: He was. He um he was in Victoria for the. He ran third in the Breeders' Crown to um, Hurricane Harley in and Lochinvar Art a couple of weeks before he got sick, and um mm. he was in the Vicbred heats, and um he was over in Victoria with uh, Peter Walsh at the time, and uh, he rang me up and he said, "Oh, look," he said, "I'm going to have to scratch him." He said, "He's he's not well," mm. and I said, "Oh, okay." Anyway, um. Then he rang me back and he said, he's, he's actually really not well. He said, I've got yeah. to get him straight to the hospital. So he took him to the Golden Valley uh, Hospital there and um, he was there for five days, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that in that time, he lost about 80 kilos. He just... Oh, wow. he was He was on death's door. The vet actually said to me, he said, just keep your phone with you tonight. He said, he, he's probably not going to make it. He said, 99% of horses that have this don't make it. He said, so, um, yeah, just expect the worst. But... Um, mm-hmm. Look, he's a, he's a tough old bugger. He, um, mm. he loves uh, racing. He loves life. He's, just a, he's a really happy horse. And, um, mm. yeah, it's just, it, it took a lot of work from those guys. And um, I've got to thank the owners, actually. They all stuck together and they said, look, whatever it takes, just save mm. him if you can. So, um, mm. yeah, the, the vets did a great job and he was able to pull through that. But, um, yeah, certainly took a lot out of him and uh, it's taken him a long time to bounce back.
1: Yeah, well, it's been three years since he's won a race, but all in all, he's been racing at the top level here in South Australia, and he hasn't been disgracing himself. He'd been close to winning a few races over the Country Cup Series. So um, he's done a marvellous job, and and who knows, now he might just start to string a few wins together.
3: Yeah, well, that's right. I mean, um, I think he ran second in the Italian Cup. He got beat again. He got beat in the second in the minor derby uh, free-for-all a few weeks ago. He ran second or third in the Capunda Cup last year. So... He's always been around the mark. He, um, mm. he just not quite the horse that he was gonna be, but um, mm. still very good, you know. I mean, mm. and, he, and he loves racing, so um, while he's happy and healthy, we'll just keep doing what we're doing with him.
1: Yeah, no, nah, he was a great story. That was the that, that was the story of the day last Monday. Him winning. Uh, what about yeah. Saturday night, Paul? You had uh, you had your your star horse, I guess you could say, Artillery, return from New South Wales. Obviously, yeah. when did you make the decision? Uh, that you were going to bring him back here and target the SA Pacing Cup?
3: Well, look, it was probably uh, three or four months ago we spoke to Luke and, um, look, he'd been doing really well there, but he said to us, um, look, he said he, he's going to have to take his turn. He said it's it's really tough here in Sydney. And, I mean, five starts ago, he the race he won, I think he had to race against Bondi Lockdown and those sort of horses, isn't it? Yeah. They're the, they're the cream of the crop, What you know, in, mm. in the country. And... He said, whilst well, he's gonna be competitive, he said it's it's um, you know, it's gonna to be tough. So
0: mm.
3: he said I said, to him, well, do you think he'd be worth having a crack back at our cup? And he said, Absolutely. So um, mm. he came home, he had a little bit of a bug I think when he got home. Mm. Um, and just taking us a little bit of time to get him back to back to where he is now. But he certainly uh, no, he looks a million dollars and he's uh, yeah, he's going really well. That was a mm. pretty nice win Saturday night.
1: He won six times in New South Wales whilst he was over there. Now, is the plan to keep him here now, Paul, or is he going to go back after the carnival?
3: Uh, not really sure. I'll, I'll, I'll see what he does here um, mm. over the carnival, and um, we'll we'll probably play it by ear. If he's certainly going well enough, we may look at sending him um, you know, either back to Luke or maybe into Melbourne or, mm. or somewhere. You know, They're hard to find. He's only a young horse, this guy. He's only five, so he's still got plenty of racing. I think he's only had something like 57 starts, so... Mm. He's, he's got a future ahead of him still he's not as though he's sort of burnt out so um yeah i'll, I'll have a chat to the owners once uh this mm. series is over and we'll probably just take it from
1: there 57 starts 19 wins and 17 minors. so he's been a, a very good horse he's won just under two hundred thousand dollars so um
3: yeah well i think that was his 20th win saturday so um yeah yeah look he, he, they've been great him and culture can actually fall brothers and i think They've probably only had about 120 starts between them, and I think they've won close to 40 races.
1: <laughs> so yeah.
3: they've done a great job.
1: Yeah, incredible. Now, how how forward was he on Saturday night? I noticed you trialled him, uh, uh, Artillery. Uh, how forward was he for that race Saturday night? Obviously, he won comfortably. How much benefit will he get out of that run before the heat's on Friday night?
3: Uh, to be honest, I, I, I thought it might have been a week too soon to race him, but um, we had to get some runs into him. Um, mm. He only had the two trials. One was a stand... That was just to qualify him for the, some country cups down the track, but in his next trial, he um, he won that. He won them both pretty well, mm. um, but I know he's he's probably a little bit heavier than what what he has been, and uh, mm. I'm sure that run Saturday will really top him up uh, for next week. So, and, and he should continue to keep getting better. Really, I mean he's he's on the way up, so uh, yeah, he should keep getting better. I'd say.
1: It's shaping like the final is going to be one hell of a race because we've got hanging fire and Tango Tara there already, um, and there's yeah. some big guns, big guns nominated for Friday night's heat. So, and you're one of them with Artillery.
3: Yeah, no, it'll de- definitely be a, a good series, that's for sure. So, uh, yeah, luck's going to play a big part in that, and you know who gets the right run. So, um, yeah, fingers crossed the luck goes our way.
1: <laughs> and just uh, yeah, exactly, and just quickly touching on sunshine and rainbows, what did you make of her run Saturday night?
3: Oh, look, I was actually really happy with her. She's um, she's had a lot of issues um, this time in. Uh, she trialled the week before and, and you know, it was pretty ordinary. And then we took her to the trials on Wednesday. They had a workout on Wednesday morning and she, she went really, really well. So yeah. I, if she hadn't have gone well, I wouldn't have raced her. But um, I think now we seem to be on top of a few issues with her. Um, she's steering better. Um, She seems happy and healthy, so, um, yeah, we'll probably press on with her now, and, uh, you know, I think at her best, um, she's probably two seconds better than what she ran Saturday night, Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, if you can sort of um, just keep improving now with a bit of racing, and uh, I think uh, Southern Cross and the Oaks will be her main aim.
1: Yeah, of course, she she started favourite in the Southern Cross uh, Phillies final last year. We all know went wrong what what went wrong in that race, but yeah, um, she dropped out of it. But look, to start a dollar thirty five favourite, I think everyone knows that she's got the ability to win a big race. What's so the target is a Southern Cross race for her in December?
3: Yeah, that, that'll be the main aim. I think the Oaks is um, in November as well. So um, mm. yeah, look, if I can get her back to her best, um, I'm sure she won't disgrace herself in those sort of races. She's um, She's got a ton of ability and I don't think we've ever really seen it just yet, what she's capable of, but, um, mm. yeah, hopefully uh, I can get her sorted out by then and, um, yeah, I'm sure she'll uh, do a good job for us.
1: Well, if there's a man for the job, you're the man, Paul. Oh, I don't know about
3: that. <laughs> I'll be trying.
1: <laughs> yeah, You're a very good trainer, mate. You've done it for years. You know what you're doing. So congratulations with the the weekend success with artillery. I'm sure he's going to be a massive force in the... Uh, in the SA Pacing Cup Heats on Friday night. And uh, and good luck with Culture King. I hope he continues to win races. It's a great story, and and good luck with the, the rest of the team as well.
3: Oh, Thank you very much. I appreciate the call.
1: Yeah, thanks, Paul. Paul Cavallaro, our second guest here on uh, on Mobile Rolling as we uh, focus all of things on South Australian harness racing. And, look, Artillery, um, he is going to be a massive player in this SA Pacing Cup. He's going to be in the heats on Friday night at Globe Derby. And if, what he did on Saturday night... If there's anything to go by, he's got plenty more in the in the locker as we approach the heats on Friday night. Just a couple of quick bits of news before we uh, throw back to Andrew for the rest of the morning. Um, four winners Saturday night for Ryan Rohorek in the Sulky. Now, this premiership race is right up for grabs. I think there's only one, maybe one drive the difference at this stage, if my calculations are correct. Uh, but in any case, Ryan and Wayne are having a, a hell of a fight towards the line here. At the end of December, of course, that'll be decided upon who wins the premiership as the driver is concerned. It'll be Wayne Hill or Ryan Ro'horick that is for sure. Danny Hill's still on the sidelines. Ken Rogers, first winner back in the sulky for Kenny on Saturday night uh, in the Parker Classic final. He won the two-year-old trot with of Patrick. So great to see Ken Rogers back driving here in SA. Uh, and well done to Kenny, getting his first winner in the sulky. And delightful Tammy winning the Mermaid Stakes on Lisa Ryan uh, for uh, Lisa Ryan driving a uh, delightful Tammy. It was a wonderful win. Like this horse went super on Saturday night. There was uh, there was pressure galore in the race. She did a lot more work than any other horse in the run, and and she still had the tenacity to pull away and win. Lolita was huge in defeat, but delightful Tammy's win was simply outstanding. Winning the Mermaid Stakes. We had eleven races there on Saturday night, and my thanks to Lockie Stace for uh, for jumping in the seat for me on Saturday night, um, and of course uh, Lockie will actually be joining me SA Pacing Cup night at Globe Derby. He'll be calling a couple of races with me on SA Pacing Cup night as well. So um, good to have Lockie on board with the team here in SA, and he's doing a great job.